this week on Tea with Queen and Jay. We watched Light Skin Raising Dion. The Supreme Court is out here repressing reproductive rights. We shift our attention to the oppressor instead of blaming the oppressed. And lastly, move the fuck out of New York. Nobody asked you to come here. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Okay, we're actually recording. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, shit. We're doing it. We're doing a podcast. We did like a whole podcast before we, we really pressed record. Did. We talked a lot of shit. We talked about roaches. We talked about <laughs> living in New York. We talked about all the ways our parents uh, um, tried, tried to, to kill, kill us. us. Like, but not when but they were actually beating us. They weren't us. trying to kill us. They just... Could have killed us, yo. Yeah. Um, okay. murderers. Well, what welcome team? to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this, and this is, is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. I was listening to a podcast and I heard somebody out who doesn't normally out. And I was like, just say you listen to our podcast, yo. Just say it. Or. Or. Shut up. Okay, that too. <laughs> that too. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Today? I'm good. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Blah, blah. Oh, that's not the right thing to do. Sorry. Uh, It works. They, I think it, it's they, true to us. Gunshots. It was murdered. Oh. I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. I was wrong. Yes. Okay. Apologize. Oh, yes. you apologize. Okay, yes, great. Great, great, great. Um, yeah, so we are here. We're recording. We're awake. We're not recording like in the middle of the night and shit. No. Our brains are working. Yeah. We're drinking our tea. Yes. We're our firing. teeth are brushed. Our, our face are washed. Yes, you're right. All of that. You're right. All that good mm-hmm. shit. So we're yep. here. We're podcasting and we're fucking motherfucking ready. Word. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast. you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. We love it when you use it on all the social medias. We retweet that shit. We like that shit. We love that shit. And it does ways for you to find other listeners of T with Queen and J. You already got something in common, you know? Yep. Find your friends on the hashtag. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean. Also, use the hashtag pod in. And that is a now listen hashtag. And that allows other people who do not know about T with Queen and J to find Tea with Queen and Jay. You know, do that. So use those hashtags when listening to us. Jay. Yo. You want to tell the folks what libations are? Yes. Libations are when we pour one out for the people, places, and things that are giving us black ass, black joy. We pour some out for the homies. We uh, give it up to the ancestors. All of blah, that blah, blah. good shit. Yes, that. All that good <laughs> shit. Rocking you. <laughs> Yo, you know David Levy is still on the air? Word? Yes, I got into an Uber. I thought to say you was in a car. I was in a car. I was in an Uber and this black woman driver was playing David Levy on WBLS and I could not believe that shit, wow. yo. I could not. So libations, actually, libations to David Levy, yo. Talk about a living ancestor. Right? My whole life. Whole life yo yeah so libations to him hopefully i never find out of all the bad things he did because he's a man so who knows who knows you already know right but before that happens libations to david motherfucking levy for people who don't know he is a caribbean uh radio radio personality in new york i wonder you know how like they fucked up radio and so now everything is like syndicated and i wonder like if there are other regions that get david levy probably but Somebody. I feel like only probably like New Yorkers who moved other places are listening. 
Oh, you tap know, in? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yo, if y'all are from outside of New York, let us know what rocking you, rocking you. Let us know what the, if that means anything <laughs> to you. If that means anything to you, like, let us know. Let us know. Let us know what it means. And in and, and that dialect, and that yeah, speech. Yeah, it has to be like that. Be like rocking that. you, rock has to be that. Exactly. That, like thing. that, okay. All yes. right, yeah. So libations to David Levy. Queen, what are your libations? Okay, so I have two libations. My first libation is for Lena of the Bag Ladies Podcast. Yeah. Part of the BBB. The bitch passed the ball and she's a lawyer. She's a whole entire a lawyer. Whole lawyer. She there's, passed the Philly bar. There's a lawyer in the Black Baddie Bad Bitch Booked and Blessed Brigade, yo. Exactly. That like, shit is fucking amazing. She gave us breakfast. She fed us lunch at our podcast learning day. She's a whole lawyer. She made time <laughs> to feed us food. Yes. Anyway, sorry. She it did. touches me. It touches I know. Me. I just, you keep saying I'm that. I'm just saying the BBB is mad busy. Mm-hmm. We all, we're podcasters, but we all do other shit. Yeah. And I just Some think of us become lawyers. Some of us become whole ass lawyers. In the process. It's lawyers. It's therapists. It's you have a fucking online magazine. It's niggas that do whatever the fuck I do. It's all types <laughs> of different bitches in the BBB. <laughs> So yeah, your oh libation. There's Selena. a rig worker, right? <laughs> Nikita's Nikita be on the rig. Nikita got tools. <laughs> Diamond is a fucking activist and like a celebrity. <laughs> How we got a whole celebrity? Janet Mark saying, "Oh, I gotta say hi to you." What? What? It's a fucking celebrity. Anyway, these some bad bitches. So yeah, yes, Alina passed the bar and she didn't have to kill anybody like those folks from How to Get Away with Murder to do it. That's right. So that's fucking dope. Or or she did, and we don't know. Well, because she's a lawyer and she knows not to tell us. You're right. You're right. Exactly. So I fucks with you. Mm -hmm. So that's my first libation. And I want to give another libation to someone in the BBB. I want to pour libations for Diamond. Diamond Sal Demasha Plate. She actually contributed a piece to Mix Vixen about the inaugural Trans Visibility March that happened. Yeah. So that's really dope. Thank you for contributing to Mix Vixen um, because I don't be wanting to write. So it's, I appreciate when people want to send me stuff that they've written. That's right. And for anybody who doesn't know, Miss Vixen is Queen's online magazine. And she also has a video on YouTube talking about the march. And then she has footage of other speakers that were like really, 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 really great. So check that out. We'll have the link to that in the show notes. Um, you know, just spreading the word, teaching us. She's a whole ass activist and shit. Whole ass activist so, and yeah, celebrity. Check that out. Yes, poor and all the libations. Fantastic. Jay, what are your libations? My libations. Um, in addition to libations for David Levy, I also <laughs> want to pour libations for myself. Uh huh. Um, because I'm an actor. Okay, I didn't know that I was an actor. I love this story. Go ahead. I didn't know that I was an actor, but I am an actor. So I mentioned a while back I had shot a commercial. Um, so that never aired, but I got paid, so I don't care. I don't care. Let me it tell does y'all. not matter. Let me tell you it people don't something, matter. Yo. I don't care if y'all don't ever see me act nowhere ever. As long as I, I get, get my check, paid. that's it, yo. Yes. Run me my yeah, so I shot that, and then the agency that I booked that through has been calling me in for other auditions. Yeah. So that's been super cool. I haven't got um, picked for anything, but as somebody who has no training yeah. and hasn't been doing any actor things in my whole entire life, which actually I predicted, okay, mm-hmm. 
I predicted that this was going to happen, that I was going to be... Uh, you affirmed that this would I happen Thank you for so yourself. much. I was trying to think of the other word and my brain wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. But I affirmed that I was going to be like whatever my shit is, like around now yeah, or whenever, however old Jennifer Lewis is, that's when I'm going to pop. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to be an older popping ass bitch that has popped off. All right? So anyway... My actor <laughs> acting career, and that's actor spelled A C K T O U R. Okay. Ara. 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 Has begun, and I auditioned for a role uh, alongside a very popular white person, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in there with a, a black comedian woman. And I was like, oh my God, we're auditioning for the same part. This means that I am an actor. This person was like in a Netflix movie. So like, <laughs> I am on my way. Okay. Vanessa, put me on the guest list. Okay. I am Black Hollywood. Well, they casted light-skinned Black women? Yes. <laughs> I saw her. I was like, wait a minute. When you texted out of my head, I was, I like, was like, I was like, I didn't want to listen no, to your time. So no, I was like, let my, I saw let my it. friend shine. When I saw it, I was like, wait, Sounds I didn't know like she was, were... I didn't know she was that tall. I saw her and I was like, wait a second. We're like close in height. I'm gaining weight. So we're close in build. <laughs> I'm like, this is, do I need freckles? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Wait, what's happening? <laughs> But um, yeah, I thought of it when you yeah. were celebrating. I was like, I can save this for later, right? I was like, do they know I pretend to be funny? Like, <laughs> are we? Is this? And she looked at me. She was like, yes, hair. And I was like, hey. So I was like, okay. I was like oh, I'm already typecasted, right? <laughs> like, I am. Yes. I am an actor. Okay, <laughs> typecast me. <laughs> typecast me. So yeah, hopefully she gets it. She deserves it. But. <laughs> But I just want to tell you niggas that I am an actor, okay? So if you want me to do some work that you want me to pay me for, I will come and right? I will act in your Book shit. Book her your web series or whatever. Hello, pay her. Pay me. Pay her. Book me. But she got I the skills. I am avails. I have the skills. She can do it. I have been on auditions, okay? I can improv. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my life, bitch. I just want to elevate <laughs> myself for having, having talent. And, um, you know... Just, you know, put me on the guest list. I am Black Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Another light skin. (laughs) But that one is delusional. Let's move on. Let's let's move along. Let's move along. Oh, donations. Queen, can you tell the people how and why to donate to TV Queen and J podcast? Yes. So donate to TV Queen and J to help progress this podcast, sustain this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. Past, okay, the way that you can donate to Tea with Queen and J is by going to our website, teawithqueenandj.com. Slide down on our homepage, and there is where we have two options. Two. The first option is our PayPal option, and that is when you can come however many times you want, drop however many coins you want in that pot. There is no commitment there. Our second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we're asking for two dollars a month. Two dollars. You can give more or less. That is up to you, but we're only asking for $2. Um, yeah, so those are the two ways you can donate. We are option given as bitches. Those are the two monetary ways that you could donate because we are option given as bitches. Another way you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jay that does not cost you a dime. Doesn't cost you not one dare red cinch. 
had to dig into my day. I almost said it. It's right. It's funny how the ancestors be right on the tip of our tongue, yo. The elders be right there because I was gonna say the same thing, yo. Do white people say red scent? I don't know. I know about fathers. Do they say it? Yes. So, one red. One red scent. Yeah. Getting it out of me. <laughs> my dad was cheap as fuck. So he used to say that a lot. My mother was a money person. You can donate. My monetarily without a red cent mm-hmm. by um, subscribing to this podcast. Wherever you listen to this podcast, press the sub- subscribe button, follow button, whatever makes it so that you are here permanently. Do that. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us hearts on Spotify, um, Castbox, all the places where you can rate, comment, and say great things about us. Do that. What else? Share us with a friend. Tag us in the post of people asking for podcasts. If you're a writer and you listen to this fucking podcast, write about a bitch. Hello. Um, just mad ways for you to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay so you can help spread the word and help this movement grow. If you're a podcaster and you know that you listen to our podcast And regularly. you say y'all are Al. <laughs> the fuck? You know, nah, we don't own that. <laughs> we, we don't own Al. But, you know, maybe like so tell your listeners that, that you, you fucking listen to us. Listen that, to that, us. That's all like, I'm saying. Okay, I'm, you know, whatever. Just saying. The fuck? Shit. It don't cost you not one red cent. <laughs> that was it? You said it? Yeah. Okay, great. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, you if you want to advertise with us, you can T-mail us at J at gmail.com. If you would like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, do a live show or consult you or your team, send us your T-mail at J at gmail.com. If you would like us to be actors... <laughs> In something also to know Jay's more of the actor with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. I just act a fool. That works. <laughs> they hire for that too. Okay. Oh they hire for that too. We have donation libations this week. Y'all came through and hit us on the PayPal. Thank you so much to Brandon. Thank you. We appreciate you. The homie Casey from my old job when I had a J-O-B. Hey, Casey. Hey, Casey. Thank you so much. We love and appreciate you. Mary sent us a nice little grip, which we will be able to use to eat today. Thank yes, you, because we ain't have Ew. no food money. Ah, ah, ah. Thank you. And Shout out to breakfast. Hello. And Mary says, thank you for your beautiful work. Love, Mary. And oh, also... Also, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, Olu Bukola from, I, I think, the UK, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sent us a grip as well. Yes. Thank you so much. And oh, Dinner on you. They say you both are my weekly meditation. Thank you for your work. Hope you release some merch soon, Bukola. Thank you. We hope to release we hope merch to release soon. Merch soon. Yes. And I like that we're your meditation because I don't know, people have this idea that meditation is like, whoa, whoa. and we just, no. It can be that, but yeah, it doesn't have to be. It sounds scary. <laughs> well, probably how we did it. Oh, God. But I like that you have other forms of meditation because that's yeah, fucking yo. dope. That is fucking dope. We're glad we're it. We are going to be releasing some merch soon. We are working on we are that We're working shit. on it, actually. Yes. And if you're a long-time listener and you've heard us say that before. We're we for real, for, yeah. We really mean it. Look, this time. we be busy and shit. We be busy and shit, and then we be trying to find like places that are like ethical and shit, and then we be like, okay, that's not really working. working. Like it's a and whole thing. It's just me and Jay. Yeah. So now we're just gonna put the shits out. Just yeah. gonna fucking do that, and then we'll like get it to where we want it to be eventually. But yeah, we have patrons this week as well. Y'all showed out. Thank you so much to Jamila with two L's. Al, thank you. Rolodex underscore propagandist. Okay, thank uh, you. Okay, welcome. We appreciate you. Who uses a Rolodex? 
Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a hidden meaning to this. Okay. But thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Mel Lady, thank you so much. We appreciate you and your donation. Jasmine um, became a patron. Thank y'all. Would you say this gazelle or Giselle? I think gazelle. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And Wendy, thank you so much for signing up to our Patreon. We appreciate all of your monthly donations. Thank you so much. Also, one of our um, patrons, Lucy, sent us a quick response to a listener letter that we had last week Mm -hmm. um, where they were talking about dating and self-esteem. And I will read that. They sent that through Patreon. And Lucy says, I am listening to episode 224, Dating the Patriarchy. I think y'all gave great answers to the person who is having trouble with friends and dating. I would like to add that comparison is the thief of joy. This was one of my personal struggles to learn and thought I would pass it along. Thank you so much, Lucy. We appreciate that. And I fucking agree with you, yo. Do not compare yourself to motherfuckers. Yeah, put your stunning shades on and then you can't see motherfuckers. You just see, you know, your greatness and shit. That's right. You know, just saying. I support that. So, um, yes, you want to get into the show? Let's get into the motherfucking show. Queen, yes. What kind of tea you drinking? I'm drinking peppermint tea. Hey, all right. To help Ooh. my ovulation pain. Yes, ovulation pain ease up. Oh, you don't have your period yet? No, I got. Oh, it hurts when I ovulate. Drink it. That's why you was like. I'm I like, thought you said sorry. I thought like I ovulated. Yeah, I didn't hear that at all. I heard it. I did eventually, but my brain did not compute yeah. that. I thought you were saying you had your period because what they say is peppermint is good to drink. Before your period, I comes. know that's when you said it. I was like, just give it to me because I, I don't not, have my period. Absolutely, did just not hear ovulating. what you were saying. You don't ovulate when you have. Your I period. didn't understand. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jay, what kind of tea Yo, are you drinking? I'm having jasmine green tea, which I fucking love. It's a treat and a delight. Okay, <laughs> it is delightful because usually in the morning I drink my um apple cider vinegar, like hot water and mm-hmm. shit. So. I don't like drinking it. I just drink Who it likes it's it? supposed to be good for you. Yeah, I don't know. Who likes that I shit? I don't know. I just take it in shots because I just need to get it done and over it. Well, they say you shouldn't. It's like too acidic to drink by itself. So you should mix it with a little hot water. Mm, okay. Okay. Whatever. I'm fine. Don't burn your... Are you? Yeah, I don't just drink it and then go about my business. I drink other stuff too. I don't mix it together though. You think I, my stomach just be empty? I just go on with my day? No, but that's I always acidic. drink two cups of water in the morning. Okay. I took science. Shut up. What are your affirmations? Oh, no, not your affirmations. <laughs> what are your pronouns? You science she, ass bitch. See her. See her. She and her. What are your um? What are your affirmations? You're fucking it up. Oh, sorry. sorry. What are everyone. your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what do you affirm for yourself this week? I affirm that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I affirm that I am well rested, my hair and fashions are popping, my body and mind are healthy, and that I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. I also affirm that I will find a popping ass sex partner. Yes. And we will get it popping mm-hmm. like all the time. Yes. And we will please each other. Mm, I'll show you. 
I affirm that. I need that. that. I like that. It's been like three months. You deserve. Yeah, I do. You deserve. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I just want to paint the picture that she was holding her hands together like prayer hands. Oh, that means nothing to me. I'm Muslim. No, I know it means. (laughs) I know it means nothing. I'm drawing an image. I just want people to see that you're holding your hands together that way as you make this affirmation. They were just together. They were no. They were together, and then every time you said a word, you were patting them together. Oh yeah, it was like silent claps because I couldn't clap in the mic. Yes, it's a it's an affirmation thing going on. So Jay Yo What do you affirm for yourself? I affirm per usual That I am not a lady Please don't call me that ever I know a lot of you like to uh, send us notes Calling me a lady Ladies leave your man at home Yeah The cover full of bullets And nothing You know I'm an actor Their pockets full grown So their pockets are full grown Um, Yeah so I'm not a lady I'm also not a part of ladies So Queen and Jay are not ladies So maybe don't call us that Thank you I am enough. I affirm that my apartment is paid for, rent is paid, I'm wealthy, I'm self-employed, and my finances are abundant. Mm -hmm. I'm paid. Mm -hmm. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I have everything I need to maintain and continue to flourish. I do not undersell myself or underquote my rate. I am healthy. I like that. Bada bing. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And libations to you. Um, somebody on t- Marquise on Twitter was talking about how he affirmed that for himself as well. That he does not. Excuse me. They do. I don't know what their pronouns are, mm-hmm. but they do not undersell themselves or underquote their rate. I don't know if they told the story about doubling their rate. Maybe that was somebody else. But I affirm that shit for all of you niggas. Yo, get your fucking rate. Get your money. Get your money, niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we want to be rappers so bad. Oh, well, you know. Yes. So let's get into it. All right. Before we get started, we want to do a quick content warning for police brutality and death at the hands of police. So over the weekend, a black woman was murdered. So we'll say her name. They were murdered by the police. Mm-hmm. Her name is Atiana. That's how you would pronounce it? I would say Atatiana. Atatiana. Mm-hmm. Her name is Atatiana Jefferson. And she was murdered in her home in Fort Worth, Texas, in Fort Worth, Texas, by the police, like I said earlier. And what happened was her neighbor called a non-emergency. Mm-hmm. So, must I say that one more time, one mm-hmm. more time for the people mm-hmm. in the back? A non-emergency number. Yeah, like in New York, we have three one one where yes. like, you can call if like the, the you know, heat is not working. Yeah, there's a pigeon trapped in your building, yeah. or you know, light stuff, and it should be people who can help with shit like that. Yes, non-emergency. Mm-hmm. So he called a non-emergency number because her door was open, her front door was just wide open. It was two a.m. Her lights was on. It seemed kind of strange. Mm-hmm. So they called a non-emergency number. Yep, um, and Somehow police were dispatched and they shot, I think they were looking through her window. Yeah, they shot her through the window. Um, the They're saying like within f- four seconds. Yeah, because it was, it was, um, there's a video, but I didn't, um, like a body cam video, but I didn't look at it. Yeah. But um, reading like the transcription mm-hmm. where he's kind of just like, put your hands up, pop. Like it wasn't even like any. There was no opportunity to yeah. assess whether or not there was danger. Exactly. At what threat? Right. Like, um, basically. Her neighbor uh, was, I guess what I would call an older black man. Yeah. He looked maybe, I'm not, you know, you can't tell how old black people are. Really so I don't can't. know, but I'm going to just call him an older black man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that happened and we're not going to go into the details of that. We say all the time that police are violence, that mm-hmm. the state sanctioned murder, like we've go through that a lot often on this show and if you listen to the show you know that we don't fuck with the system in that way right uh, whatever so 
what we wanted to talk about was the conversation kind of fluttering around this mm-hmm. and about the man calling the non-emergency number and right. people critiquing this man for calling a non-emergency number. And a lot of it is just like foolishness. So it's like when we have the conversation about not calling the police, we're mm-hmm. usually talking about people who are weaponizing the police. Right. And that's not what happened here. Mm-hmm. He didn't even call the police. Right. He didn't dial 911. He dialed a non-emergency number. Mm-hmm. So like people creating this conversation about don't call the police. Don't call the police. It's like that's not even what this man did. Right. Like can you like read the story or pay attention to what mm-hmm. actually happened? Like he didn't he used the tools he had. And we shouldn't be villainizing this person for using the tools that they had. Like what the fuck was he supposed to do? Walk into this woman's house at 2 a.m.? Yeah. A, a lot of us as black folks do not call the police because we don't want, you know, you're, you're in, there have been times where I've been in situations of danger, but I didn't want the person who was um, making me unsafe. I didn't want them killed. Yeah. And so I couldn't risk calling. I've told this story a while before, but just to give a more literal example, um, I was held hostage in my apartment by a loved one. And I needed them to leave my apartment. I wanted them out of my apartment. And I felt unsafe Mm -hmm. um, because I was unsafe. Yeah. And I could not call the police because I didn't want my loved one to be murdered. And I could not risk that the police would come and kill them. Yeah. And And which is the case for actually lots of black women. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Like I've been raised to not call the police. Because of stuff like that. You don't call right. the police on a black man, but, right. but you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's ingrained in us to not depend on this syst- these systems or right. these things in place. But it's like, I think we need to start moving the conversation further because it's like, we do pay for the police. Yeah, Like this is something that our money goes to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we need to, I think, shift the conversation there as well. Mm-hmm. Like... We are paying for these services and you are murdering us. Right. You know, like that that type right. of thing. Like, why can't the conversation be there mm-hmm. and not on this man who called a non-emergency fucking number? Right. right. The other aspect of this is, okay, so many of us don't call the police, right? So that was a situation that I was in danger and I chose, okay, I have to, I felt like I had to ride this out. Yeah. Um, so that my loved one would not be murdered. Okay. So th- in this scenario, this is a neighbor who is noticing that their neighbor, who they are familiar with, their door is wide open. Anything could Can, be going on. Yeah. Safe neighborhood, not safe neighborhood. Anything could, could be, be going, going on, on in that apartment. She could have been in there already murdered. Mm-hmm. She, they, a robbery could have been, been taking place in that moment. Yep. A rape. Anything could have been happening. And I think that there's this expectation. I, I saw on Facebook, actually, people talking about, oh, well, why didn't he just go and knock the knock on the door? So that he could also so now be, be harmed, possibly harmed if the, something is ooh, happening. Anything could be, be going on in yes. there, which is why he called the non-emergency number. And I think that our our options as black people are often, yeah, don't call the, his options to me were don't call the police, do nothing, or call this non-emergency number and hope that something, ooh. you know, decent will come of it. They'll yeah. be able to look in and mm-hmm. check in. Because if he did nothing, the alternative is, well, why didn't you do something? Why didn't you? Exactly. She was in there sick or whatever. Exactly. 
It, that's exactly so where it it's like go. you're you're you know in between a fucking rock and a hard you're place. Damn if you do, if you damn if you don't. Yeah, and I just I feel like with for people for black people who know that it is dangerous to be black. Yes, right. Even amongst one another, even mm-hmm. in your own house, it yeah. is dangerous to be black. I feel like for us to have expected this older black man, he's not fucking Liam Neeson from Exa- Taken. Exactly. We're supposed to expect this older black man to put himself in danger and go he's into someone. The last house, dragon. Right. Like, like what was he supposed anything? to do? Anything. He could have gone over there. It could have been maybe the cops were already in there. Like he doesn't no. know. He could have gone over there and knocked on the door and been shot himself. Exactly. Like there's just there's just or no telling. It's too many factors. There's a man going in a woman's house at 2 a.m. Yes. What like that's yes. not if a crime was committed, yeah. he could have been accused he, of whatever. So, the like fuck there's is so going many on. things, yeah. and I think again, we always talk about this nuance that people are always forgetting. Right. Like there's so many things. Like there's nothing wrong with what he did. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong, and we need to like not be critiquing this man yeah. for using the tool he had. Like right. I've seen people kind of like talk about alternatives, and a lot of their alternatives are like. You could have called, uh, like, if you're doing a wellness check, call, mm-hmm. see if you could call their family, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And it was, the conversation seemed to be around knowing the person in that way. Yeah. And I'm a person who's not really neighborly. Like, I say mm-hmm. hi to my neighbors and I keep walking, mm-hmm. but I don't know my neighbors. Right. If I'm in my house dead, unfortunately, my neighbors are not going to be like, we're Naima. Right. they don't even fucking know my name you can't assume that all neighbors or neighborhoods or whatever these tight-knit communities that people fucking know each other that's not the case i I feel from what i heard he knew them enough to know like there's a woman over there this is strange there's a woman over there with her nephew and that normally there's an older black woman staying there whatever i think that's a decent amount of information to know about your neighbors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my neighbor next door, we have each other's phone number and that's it. And I'm I, honestly, I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really want to get super comfortable with like, you just don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. Don't. So I'm comfortable with the level of community that I have in this building. I know that I can knock on somebody's door if I need something, but do I know who to call if like Karen's door is wide open? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, no, I don't know. I don't know what to do. But also, I'm not going into Karen's apartment because she could be in there being attacked. Yes. And I am not. I don't have the tools You're not a power right ranger. Now. I'm not a power ranger, You're not ranger, a power ranger. Yo. The tool you have is probably the non-emergency number. Right. Or maybe even an emergency number because right. an emergency is happening. Right. Those right. are the tools right. we have. So what we need to do is be talking about these motherfuckers who we pay mm-hmm. to do these things mm-hmm. to fucking get that shit together. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And honestly, everybody. Like, could we opt out of that part of taxes? Like, since since y'all not. <laughs> we should be able to opt out of it. Like, yeah. can but, none of my taxes go to law enforcement? The other it... piece of this is that everybody is on a different. Everybody is on a different page when it comes to whether we should call the cops or not. Mm-hmm. Like, people are at different levels of that yeah. shit. Like, a lot of. I saw people saying, wow, it's like. People are going to start being afraid of calling the cops. I'm like, I've been afraid of calling the cops for years. Yeah, I've only called the cops one time. Yeah, but there are people who are not on top of that conversation. I also feel like we shouldn't be faulting them for doing what the system is supposed to be able to do, like what Mm -hmm. the system is there for. And we know that his intention was not for her to go in there and be murdered. And honestly, if he were a white man, calling a non-emergency number, to me, it's not... 
the worst thing in the world. The same, the same, yeah, it's the a same scenario, right? Number. In the same scenario, in the same situation, there is no reason why calling a non-emergency number should lead to this person's Mm-mm. like death. No, and it, it's not it, that, and that's the part people are missing. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm seeing like people talking about this black man, and even mm-hmm. if he wasn't black, this right. man who called a non-emergency number, and we're not talking about like there are people talking about this police officer and stuff like that, but. That's where the conversation should just stay. Yeah. He's not cookout Karen. He's not poolside Patty. Yeah, he's not. He's not those bitches. Right. He did not call a number to as a weapon. He did not right. use it as a weapon. He didn't see people enjoying themselves mm-hmm. and being black in the space or being whoever in the space and like call a, a number to like weaponize and use right. it as something in that way. There was a person who saw something and said something. Yeah. That is it. Mm-hmm. And the other piece of this is I don't know if it has to do with where people are from or whatever, but I feel like I, I, don't, I don't know if it's because I'm a New Yorker. I don't know if it's because I very rarely feel safe. I don't know if it's because I'm a black woman. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But to me, that shit is mad alarming. At 2 a.m., all the lights are on and your door is wide all, the fuck oh, open. Yeah. That is alarming mm-hmm. to me. That is not, oh, I wonder what's, if they, everything's okay in there. Maybe if it was 12 in the afternoon and everybody could see. And so if I'm being attacked, you know, then it, it's more yeah. visible. But 2 a.m., somebody could shoot you on the porch. No, it's like, because I remember one time I left. I came home mad drunk one time. I left mm-hmm. my keys in my door. Mm-hmm. And fell asleep. My roommate was in the house. And somebody just started banging on our door, banging on our door. Um, so me and her get up like what the fuck mm-hmm. and when we open the door it was a super in our neighbor and it was like we saw the keys in your door Yeah. so like, shit like that is yes, alarming it's alarming it's, it's fucking alarming, alarming. Right. and it was like we just wanted to make sure blah 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 and I'm yes. like oh thank you blah 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 yes. my drunk ass you know like whatever mm-hmm. but like that shit is fucking alarming yes. and your neighbor didn't go over there by themselves no yeah. no. they used Ex- the resources that they had exactly. at the time yes. right? and you live in a building where your super is accessible Yes. you know exactly. what I'm saying like yep. there are people who live in places where the super is not coming until nighttime, yep. or you might not see the super until next week, yeah. and so like, what do you do in well, that not scenario? Even on, on, on site, yeah. yeah. What do you do in that scenario? So, it's just unfortunate because we are marginalized folks. A lot of times, we have this tendency to like blame ourselves mm-hmm. for shit. Like, instead of looking at like what is the real root of this problem, we start to we want to find somebody to blame that's easy. Like, yes. it's easier to blame this guy for mm-hmm. calling the cops than it is yeah, to, to really call to task. And critique the system the and that, talk yeah, about the system in a way that it needs to, to be. We should be able to call fucking 311. We should be able to call a non-emergency number yeah. and say, hey, you know, I just well, that's the neighborly thing. Hey, I just want to make sure everything is okay with my neighbor. There's, you know, something yeah, alarming then, happening over there. And then to bring up new ones, like... This is a black man. You can't just walk in someone's house. Like now no, you might have a robbery charge. Cause like, thank even when I'm thinking about when my door situation, mm-hmm. my keys was in the door. They could have yeah. came in the house. They was banging on my door for, I'll kid you for like seven minutes. Right. Cause I thought it was my dream. Yeah. Um, my roommate was playing music. Like we didn't mm-hmm. really like whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I opened the door to get the keys in my mind, I'm like, why they didn't just come in? But it was two black men. Yes. You're not going to just come into my no. fucking house. Cause that could mean so many different things. Anything You're going to stay at happen. the door and just keep banging. Cause that's, they could have yeah. came in. Mm-hmm. They just kept banging like mm-hmm. you're going to open this door because yeah. it's just too much shit we right. we live in this world together mm-hmm. like we know these things mm-hmm. it just makes to me it makes so much sense that he called an emergency number it makes so much sense that these motherfuckers just stood banging on my door right crazy instead mm-hmm. of just using my key to come in the house mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. 
It's annoying. Yeah, so it like, is annoying. This actually happened to me. I told you about this. Years ago, when I first moved in here, my next door neighbor, whose number I have now, I didn't yeah, have it at then. the time. Yeah. My next door neighbor's door was open directly across from me. And I live in a small building, so our doors are very close to yeah. one another. And I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on over there. I didn't know why her door was open. Honestly, I don't know if it's because I was raised to be afraid of everything. I don't know if it's because I'm a New Yorker. I don't know if it's because my dad is NYPD and has seen some shit. Horrible things. Yeah, but the first shit that I think of is the worst case scenario. This something terrible could have happened to her mm-hmm. and both of us don't need to go down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to knock and fucking startle whoever was in there. Attack. I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I did call the cops. This was, again, years ago. I don't even think you have to excuse it. You saw a danger. No, no, no. Of course. I saw a danger, but I need to just explain. That was a time when I saw a danger and I was comfortable. I was more comfortable calling the cops then. This was before the hostage situation and all that stuff or whatever. Like, I don't know if I would handle it the same way now. Mm-hmm. But it would not be criminal if I saw danger and called the cops. Yeah. I, sh- I should be able to call the cops. I should be able to. I wouldn't, but I should be able to do yeah. that. Yeah, and I think that's the conversation should be. That's right. where the conversation should be. Right. We should be able to call the police, and they should be protecting people mm-hmm. and not fucking murdering black people all the time. Your right. job is to, in quotations, serve and protect. Mm-hmm. Why aren't the fuck you doing that? I'm yeah. paying for you to do this service, and you're not doing that shit. The other piece of this is that cops who is built into the system, whether the police officer is a black person, a white person, whoever it is, right? Because they always like to say, oh, I, some of the pieces I read were a you know black woman was killed by a white officer because I feel like mainstream feels like it really matters, the race of the officer. And it doesn't. Really, and it doesn't because it's built into the system what a criminal looks like and what a civilian looks like. Mm-hmm. And civilians are white. And that's just like yeah, what it is. What just it like is. customers are white. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's just... Who looks like what is important to these people. And it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter the race of the person in, you know, the position of power. Mm -hmm. But these people are supposed to have more training. Law enforcement is supposed to have more training. So he called, the neighbor called, hoping that whoever came had more training. It shouldn't be a situation where a cop comes, they feel immediately in danger because of either the neighborhood that they're in or whatever. They feel spooked. And so now they're shooting on it's site. It's not even about training because people say that all the time and it's just like, it's not it's not enough training in the world for you to teach people that right. no, that's not what a I'm black saying. person is a person. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that they need more training because that's, like you said, there's not enough training in the world. But what I'm saying is that a part of our rights as civilians is that feeling of safety. And when we call on law enforcement... The feeling is that they have a level of training to deal with a situation that I don't have. Like we said, this old man is not fucking Liam Neeson from yeah, taking Yeah, they're paid or, to take care of these situations. Right, That's right, what's in right. your job description yes. to take care of these yes. situations. My mom used to say that all the time. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not really police callers, but like they're paid every yeah. two weeks to take care of that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So say her name, Atatiana Jefferson, and um, let's make sure that we are she holding the right people bitch. accountable. She was? Yeah, she was a science-ass bitch. That's unfortunate. What was she? What was her thing? Do you know? Um, I think she was in pharmaceuticals, but I think she did do med school or she was pre-med, something like that. But mm-hmm. she was 
there's a video floating around of her like going through the anatomy with a skeleton, like a fake skeleton, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just like, oh, she was a science ass black bitch too. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So yes, say her name, Tatiana Jefferson. Yeah, and love to her family and everybody. So um, let's take a quick break. Yes, please. And uh, we'll be back. Money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black women year. your money. Yes. Give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh, yes. Yes. We do this dope-ass Women is Race Nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Every week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamsQueenandJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right yo i think this is a good time to get into our favorite new segment what we're watching <laughs> <laughs> um okay we have someone to say that <laughs> what we're watching what we're watching yeah the shows that we're watching when we're sipping tea. Ooh la la la. It's the shit that we're watching with J. Dot and Queen. Ooh la 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 What we're watching. Yeah. 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 What we're watching, what we're watching. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to get into what I am watching. Yeah, what are you watching? I'm not watching much of anything. Um, so I'm watching American Horror Story. 1984. Okay. And I don't typically watch that because I don't do scary scary. Oh, I like horror. Mm-hmm. I'm into horror. I'm not really into slasher and this season is like slasher stuff. Oh, okay. Because slasher, I don't know, it's just so easy to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You like hard deaths. I like hard death. I like complicated storylines and stuff like that. That doesn't happen too much in Slasher. It's just like, oh, I'm crazy. I'm going to kill his kids. And it's, you know. (laughs) So I think that I would be into this season. But they're doing things. They're writing. uh, um, American American Horror Story generally does have good writing. So I'm liking this season. Um, I'm noticing. Well, I've always noticed this, but this is affirming that white people get horny when there's murder around them. Mm-hmm. Like all the time, all I'm just thinking about all the horror movies that I've watched, and it's just like murder. <gasps> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, it's people dying and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I grew up in the hood. There was murders happening. Uh-huh. I didn't get horny. 
Right. It's a sad time. Yeah. Nothing interesting. Nothing got I wonder what the psychology is behind Look, that. Look, that's probably why colonization happened. It was murdering and getting horny. I don't know. So, just weird. Murdering people and getting horny. Okay. It has to, like, you have yeah. to have, where's that drive come from? It's right. just a strange. Right. Okay. It's just strange. Okay, that's a fair observation. So, I'm, I'm like realizing that while I'm watching this, or reaffirming that while I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, that actor from Dear White People is in there, Lionel, the one we like. I don't know his actual name, but Lionel. Yes. Uh-huh. He's in there. He's playing like a bro. Oh, okay. Which is interesting uh-huh. to see him like not be his awkward self that he's yeah. in there. So it was nice to see that. What's her name? Angelica Ross. Yeah, Angelica Ross. She's in there playing a bad bitch. Yeah. I like what they're doing with her character. I'm not going to say because I'm not doing any spoilers, mm-hmm. but I like what the fuck they're doing with really? her character. Yeah. I keep calling her Candy. That is not her name. No, it's not. <laughs> you can tell me, or you can spoil it for me off mic. But I, I fucks with it. I fucks what they're doing with with her. And I realized I don't, well, I always knew this, but I don't like white 80s. It looks so boring and like bland and like, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Okay. I really don't. The hair is getting on my nerves. It's just like, oh, I don't like white Do 80s. Do you like white now? No. Okay. But I'm just saying, right. it's not even interesting. Like when people go back to the 80s, it's mm-hmm. just like, why are you doing this 80s? Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's just such a stark difference of like, what white 80s look like when black, age, black 80s look. It's just like so True. blatant that it's just two different things yeah. happening at one time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is what was happening for y'all in 1984. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I really like in the season, um, I'm into serial killers and they like injected some actual serial killers into this. And their American Horror Story is good at that. Like interjecting actual murderous things into the storylines. Oh, things the, that happen in real life? Yes. Okay. So I like that. But yeah, I'm really enjoying the season. Okay. It's good. I fucks with it. I'm not going to watch it, but... Um, <laughs> Y'all enjoy that. I fucks with it. Um, another thing I'm watching, and I didn't plan to watch, I just stumbled upon it on the Netflix, mm-hmm. is Raising Dion. Yes, Raising Dion. Um, for those of you all who don't know, this was the... This was the initial. It was initially a comic book, mm-hmm. and there was like a little. I don't even know what's a comic book. Yeah, yeah. It was a comic book, and the, they did a teaser for the. Comic I remember book. that. Yeah, so the teaser for the comic book was like a trailer. It was like a movie trailer, um, for this show, and it featured, um, both of the actors were dark skinned mm-hmm. and it was like a black ass mom, yes, and her little black kid who was a superhero who has superhero powers Mm -hmm. and it's basically like how how do you raise a superhero as like a single black mom yeah um and it was all over the internet and we were all waiting for us black joy and we couldn't fucking wait and then what had happened was then what had happened was so that was back in 2015 and then what had happened was by the time it got to netflix the mom was light-skinned and the The mom looks like alicia keys like that gives you a visual yeah like so that would be very light-skinned very light-skinned Skin with that hair, very light skin with that that three um, C ish hair, and Janice um, likes to call it straight, but that's not straight. Hair. I call it straight hair, yo. Any yeah. hair that holds moisture, she's like straight. straight. I'm like, that's not straight hair. Straight, straight. <laughs> Bad Dominicana calls it floppy. <laughs> she has no respect. Um, yes, and so I have not watched it yet because. I'm only going to watch it when I'm done watching everything ever produced on television. <laughs> then I'll get to it cuz it's just it's just disappointing. There's something there was something to the visual of seeing that with 
two dark skinned people, you know? Yeah, I feel you so, on that. And I was thinking, I don't know, actually, I wasn't thinking about that. So I saw the conversation happening and stuff. And that's for me, another thing is like, I'm not going to not watch this show because the system is doing the shit that it right, does. Right, right, right. So that's like my stance on yeah. it. Like, I'm not going to not watch this show because white supremacy is white supremacy. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, so that's why I haven't like opted out of watching it. But I just, I didn't plan on it, if that makes yeah. any sense. So when mm-hmm. I'm watching it, it's actually really good. Um, the actress, the actor's name is Alicia Wainwright. That's the woman who plays the mom. Okay. And you played the trailer again before we recorded. Mm-hmm. And just hearing and seeing the stark differences of yeah. these women, which I knew was different because when I was watching it, seeing the, dyna- the dynamic between her and the son, I was like, I kept fighting in my mind, like, this is not how black families be acting. Yeah. I kept like I kept doing that over and over. And I'm just like, there was so many times where I wanted that boy to get a beating, even though I'm against beatings. Right. So it was just like, what? This is not how I've ever in my life seen a black mom and a black child engage with one engage another. With one another. Right. Like it was so many times where I wanted to be like, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get this boy. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of that. And, and ju- okay, so like just how you said that, which is a very black thing. Like somebody come get this boy. Yeah, that's a very black thing. That that um those cultural markers of blackness were in the initial trailer. Yeah, yeah, it's not and, in here, right? And that's was, that's what had me. Kept, yeah. Every time I'm watching it, I'm just like, that's I know that's what's missing. This yeah. is not what this was going to be. Mm-hmm. But then another piece of me was like, I can't always dictate what blackness look like. Looks yeah, like it looks yeah. like different things from the different people, like you know whatever. So I kept kind of like negotiating that, but I know that maybe because of the writing, the way they did that, that maybe that's why they changed what these people look like. Oh, you mean yes. because of because they wrote out a lot of the black cultural markers? Yes. Maybe that's that's why, why they yeah interesting because it was just like this makes no sense because even mm. if you don't beat your child, you would have been like excuse you like something. Yeah. It was just like so I'm like mm-hmm. in my mind like maybe that's why they changed it to this woman and this boy yeah because it's more palatable to believe that this would happen because mm-hmm. maybe this three seat light skinned woman who looks biracial. Mm-hmm. Well, mother this way, but not that black woman with that four C here. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. So it just I it maybe it might go well with the writing because mm-hmm. if it was a dark skin, I know myself. If it was a dark skin woman with my hair, like if it was me, mm-hmm. I would be like, what's, "What's this happening here?" Mm-hmm. Like that that dynamic that between that child and that mother does not make mm-hmm. any sense. Like it literally to me looks like what I see play out with white, with white folks. Yeah, does not look like anything that we would ever do. So I think there's that piece happening. But overall, it's like, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's good. I don't know if I don't like eight-year-olds or if I don't like this boy, but this little boy gets on my nerves. Probably because you feel like he's going, he's being unchecked. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, and he's not a good actor. Yeah. I don't like when they get child actors that can act because there's actually yeah. some that can. Yeah. So there's some things that I'm just like, oh. But he just goes around unchecked. Kind of reminds me of Steven Universe I when I used to hate to his ass. How you describe Steven Universe. When I used to hate his ass. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I want our kids to be black and free, but like, sit down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sit down. Or like, um, there are times where he really needed to be like disciplined. Because disciplined. Yeah. this is like, 
y'all's life mm. and you fucking doing that. Mm. No, like, nah, I feel like those are moments if my mother was like, look, I need to do this. I need you to sit down and be quiet. My ass would have sat down and be quiet. Mm. And here you are fucking making shit flow. What the yeah. fuck? It was just like this weird. I'm just like, this is not how we do things, but it's not a horrible thing. I like the storyline. I can't, I want to see the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's written really well. Um, they do center blackness in ways that I enjoy. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's like, there are times where I feel like they are, I know that they're black. You know how sometimes you watch something and you know that just white, like white people painted brown? Yeah. So I do think that their dynamic as mother and son, I see that, like white people painted brown. Mm. But then there's other blackness things happening around it that reminds me that this story is centering black folks. Okay. In that way. So I appreciate right. that. So it's, it's times where I'm kind of like, oh, mm, then they're like, Something happens and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That kind of happening. So I don't know. And then what you call is in it, that actor that y'all like a lot that can't act. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. He's in it. He's not annoying because he's not in it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as good. I like the the plot twist and it's really good. I, I enjoyed it. If I had a kid, I would have them watch it too. Okay. It's good. That's I like cool. it. That's cool. That's cool. And then if y'all if y'all are looking for other examples of like black folks on shows where they are actually just white people painted brown. <laughs> um, I think Grey's Anatomy is a good example. Like that first that first season of Grey's Anatomy, that's a good example. And I think that is a part of like where it started of like including people of color in the story, but no particular markers of their experience um, as, as people of color. Yes. Yeah. So just like any one of those characters could be mixed up into yeah. any role. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter the race of the person. And I feel like there was a time when that was helpful in pushing us along mm-hmm. in terms of like including actors of color yeah. and faces of color in the story. And I think that um, we're past that now. Yeah, we, you know? we really are. Yeah. There's another thing that I do like is that there's like a corniness in it that I don't really for myself see a lot on screen amongst black folks. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of like that cheesy... Not slap slapstick comedy, but like okay. that cheesy kind of like, um, like dad humor. Yeah, um, I like seeing that. That I don't don't mm. really I don't see that in a lot of um on screen with black folks. Right, like they're not. It used cool, to be real like serious. That. You're cool, or um, real serious, cool, or slapstick, mm. but not just like regular like yeah corny if, family shit. Exactly. Mm. So I see that and I enjoy seeing that because okay. I don't see that a lot in blackness. But yeah, it's good. Watch it. I like it. I'm gonna get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't feel like how you talked about um, and how we were talking about earlier, making sure that we place the blame in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like I want to boycott it. I just feel a little sad that like I was looking forward to this certain type of black ass depiction, mm-hmm. and I was looking forward to it all this time, and uh. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'll, I'll watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. All right, let's pay some black women. Yes. Give me your fucking money. Uh, can you tell our listeners what the pay black woman segment? Is? Yes, our pay black women segment is when we feature black or indigenous women-owned businesses or black and indigenous women. Uh, run initiatives it can be a nonprofit. it could be a business it could be somebody who we need who we know just needs money lunch yeah. money or something get like a loop that. get a loop right anyone we want to make sure that we are investing in black and indigenous women we want to make sure that we are 
redirecting funds into ourselves and our own communities. I'm thinking as we talk, should we include non-binary folks? Like AFAB non-binary folks? Yeah, I always assume we did. We just had them come across. Okay. I think we should say it because mm-hmm. we also... Um, our listeners, you all send us like recommendations for folks and stuff. Um, so they also send us men. <laughs> yeah, could y'all stop doing that? <laughs> could y'all stop? Stop sending us men. Could you stop? Like, could you stop? <laughs> could you stop? Okay. Um, <laughs> but yes, you can send us your recommendations for pay black women. Please know that that includes indigenous women, and we are also including. Non-binary folks who are like affected by misogynoir or misogyny and shit like that. Yes. 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 So women, which we shouldn't have to say it, but please know that that includes trans women. Non-binary folks, like AFAB non-binary folks, Mm -hmm. and anybody else who is not a man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> that's welcome to Janicia's brain. That, hello, yes, that's, hello, what I, that's what I have to do. Hello, deal everyone. With. Hello. I'm like we're doing a show. Yeah, we're doing the to... show. Like we said earlier, it is motherfucking Indigenous Peoples Motherfucking Day, mm-hmm. and so we wanted to make sure that today we highlighted an Indigenous initiative. Yep. 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 So. We're telling you to pay National Indigenous Women's Resource Center. So this is an organization, and I'm going to give you um, what they do and who they are um, from their website. The National Indigenous Women's Resource Center, Inc., is a Native nonprofit organization that was created specifically to serve as the National Indian Resource Center, addressing domestic violence and safety for Indian women. Under this grant project and in compliance with Statutory requirements, the NIWRC will seek to enhance the capacity of American Indian and Alaskan Native tribes, Native Hawaiians, and the tribal and Native Hawaiian organizations to respond to domestic violence. And this is actually pretty cool that we're doing this, too, because it's also um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So it's not too far. Too far. You can send your donations to www.niwrc.org slash donate. And on their page, they actually have lots of ways for you to donate. So they have their PayPal there. They have their Giving Fund link there. You can also donate via mail. They give options because they're option as bitches just like us. Damn. And you can also hook up your Amazon Smile to that, um, if you've used Amazon Smile before, you with your purchases, it donates to whatever um, organization that you choose to donate to. So those are the ways that you can donate to this organization. And we have that link for you in the show notes. So you can do all of that good stuff. That's fucking fantastic. In addition to um, donating to this organization, you can also, since we're talking about Indigenous Peoples Day, you can also on Twitter, make sure you are following the hashtag Native Twitter. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people um, sharing 
different work that they do, yep. shit that you can buy, things, initiatives that you can donate to. Um, also, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this article that was posted in Vice magazine last year, and it's 100 ways in which you can support and not appropriate indigenous people and cultures from an, ind- an indigenous writer yes. who writes that list. Mm-hmm. So I will include that list in the show notes Don't. so that you stop playing yourself. I'm about to... Next time I see someone in, in like a native headdress and they're not native, I'm going to clothesline them. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. Depends on how drunk I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get into news that's not news? Yes. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. News? That's not news. Do you want to... You seem enthusiastic. I'm do you enthusiastic. want to tell them what news that's not news is? I will, I will is? do that. I will do that. <laughs> news that's not news is our segment where we discuss a news story that's not being highlighted in mainstream media or we talk about a news story that is being highlighted we talk about it from our perspective in a way that it hasn't been covered before yes or just some shit we feel like we need to remind y'all of i mean that's reminder reminder whose song was that that okay anyway (laughs) okay so today's news that's not news story is come is from Color lines, um, link in the show notes. So this is kind of a reminder, but also letting you know that there are other pieces of this abortion conversation that aren't like hugely highlighted. Mm. So we are talking about abortion and admitting privilege, right? Do you know what admitting Mm. privilege is? Oh, abortion and admitting privilege. Yeah, I thought you were saying was people admitting their privilege, but you're talking about something medical. Yeah, see that I had to read it like four times. (laughs) So. Um, I actually didn't know this until I started doing the research for this. So admitting privilege is the right of a doctor by virtue of membership as a hospital's medical staff to admit patients to a particular hospital or medical center providing specific diagnosis or therapeutic services. So it's kind of like a doctor who's not who's practicing somewhere else, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of linked to that hospital so they can send their patients to that hospital, which lots of abortion clinics do not have Mm -hmm. right so that is the angle of which right now the supreme court is trying to that's a way that they could overthrow wade what is it roe Roe versus versus wade Wade. by the um law that makes abortion legal yes Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna just read this from color lines to give you more information on that at the start of the new term the supreme court of the united states has decided to hear an abortion case that could potentially overturn roe versus wade the 1973 case that legalized abortion, as Jay just mentioned. The court announced on October 4th um, that over the next few months, it will hear the arguments in June, med- in June Medical Services versus G. The case focuses on a Louisiana law, Act 620, that says doctors who perform abortions must have admitting privileges at a hospital within 30 miles of the clinic. So if this is something that the Supreme Court sees and passes, this was dramatically shift 
the whole abortion mm-hmm. thing. So they won't technically be making making the act of abortion legal, but the access that you have to abortion would be far less because most abortion clinics do not have admitting, admitting privileges. Mm-hmm. So like to be a little more specific when it comes to um, Louisiana, if this law is passed or was to go into effect, what was to go into effect, reproductive rights activists say that the state will have just one doctor that can provide abortions. And this is in Louisiana. About one third of Louisiana's abortion clinics would have to close. And to give you numbers, about 10,000 women seek abortion in that state every year. Hmm. Yeah. So there'll probably be one abortion clinic that could actually stay open if this act right, is passed. Right. And there's usually 10,000 women a year in Louisiana that leads an abortion. Mm-hmm. So if this go to the Supreme Court and they pass this, that means on the Supreme Court level it affects the whole United States. Mm. So if you are an abortion clinic that does not have admitting privilege, you can't practice. Right. So it's all about limiting access. So our conversation is about, has been largely about not being able to get the procedure where it should be about us talking about this admitted privilege mm-hmm. shit. Because yeah. that is how, that is the ve- the vehicle they are using to limit the access to abortion so that women cannot, people with um, wombs cannot right. abort. And the, um, most abortions take place outside of and away from a hospital. And you don't, yes. you don't mm-hmm. need to be in a hospital. And, For and an abortion. Most of the time do not need to go to a hospital. No. Um, for to have an abortion, and you don't would, need to go to a lot of a lot of medical procedures. Do not yeah. have to happen in a right. hospital. Just period. Mm-hmm. You know. So, like, is there? Do, do I need a minute privilege if I go to a foot clinic? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. what? Yeah. You know what the fuck are y'all doing? Right. So you know, I wanted to make this a news that's not a news story, and then because of this Trump motherfucker, our Supreme Court justices are leaning. They lean more towards anti-abortion. Mm-hmm people so like i don't know what's going to happen but this is the vehicle of which they're using to make the access to abortions way limited and way less that's what they're doing and not just right. saying like you can't get one this shit with trump having fucking appointed two supreme court justices is fucking like a living fucking nightmare yo. Yeah. a living fucking nightmare we had a whole president who was not allowed to elect a judge because they was, was they was being stupid they were fucking hating yeah so anyway make sure y'all vote yeah um, so get this motherfucker know. out of here yeah and then i guess you know let's let's try to shift the conversation about this admitting privilege shit because mm-hmm. it's not just and I'm highly on some like you're not controlling my body blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but now that I'm like seeing this and all yeah. this isn't that's not even just what it is yeah there are different tools that they're using yes. to uh, repress yep uh, our people's ability to get abortions yeah, and, and people will still have abortions that's yes, the other the other yes. thing is so what really what happens is you increase um, putting women putting people with vaginas and wombs at risk mm-hmm. because abortions will happen my mom is calling I'm not gonna answer though it's um, abortions will happen. Mm-hmm. Don't tell her I didn't answer y'all. Yeah. People will still have abortions. Mm-hmm. And really the point is we want to make sure that everybody is able to do what they want to do with their body in a safe way. Um, I like when you say repress abortion. I think yeah. maybe that's what we should be saying because people are saying overthrow 
mm-hmm. um, Roe versus nah, Wade or like make it illegal. If that's not what's actually happening, they're repressing mm-hmm. your right and access to an abortion. Yeah. Like I feel like maybe that should be the phrase mm-hmm. we start saying because mm-hmm. that's what's actually happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit is whack. Word. Well, now that we've got all this anger built up, oh, justified yes. rage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw somebody in the pit. Yes. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So. I will tell them what the fucking pit is. Okay. That's what I'm doing today. All right. The pit is where we throw people who are trying to fuck with our black ass black joy, who are trying to repress our rights, mm-hmm. who are just generally fucking pissing us off. Is often um, racially motivated, but sometimes you're just somebody who's being dumb and whack. And we throw you in the pit of fiery anger and rage, yo. So Yeah, so let me do my stretches. Stretch yourself out. Get ready to throw somebody in the pit. <sighs> you ready? Yes. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. So I was on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've been seeing around. But when I saw it on my Twitter, it was like a switch went off. Yeah. And I was like, You had had it. I had had it. So I'm on Twitter and somebody retweets in my timeline some hateful shit about New York City and how they hate the shitty and it's rat filled city and mm-hmm. blah, 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 you know, whatever. And the rent's too high and da, 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 da. So I retweeted them and I'm like, so get the, f-. I didn't say get the fuck out, mm-hmm. but this is how I feel right now. Get the fuck out then. Like yeah. y'all the reason the rent is high. Mm-hmm. I've lived here my whole life mm-hmm. and this was not what it was. It's yeah. y'all coming fucking here living 10 to a fucking a studio apartment mm-hmm. that got mother, land- that got landlords being predatory like this. Yep. Like what the fuck are you talking about? So they, they say that mm-hmm. whatever. This is a black person This is a black person These are black people too That's the thing too So I'll never Attribute black people To gentrification To me that does not exist A black person Does not change Property values But you will not Come in my shit And start critiquing My shit And start talking About my shit And not understand How you Even though you're not Responsible for gentrification How you being here Influences a lot of the things That happen here To black people To other black people That are here who you are supposed to be in solidarity with. You've lived here long enough to know that a lot of us native New Yorkers are being pushed out of our homes. A lot of folks are fucking reverse migrating down south and shit from away from where we're from because people like you affluent ass niggas who can afford Afford to to move to my city to pursue your corny fucking dreams. dreams. Okay. Um, Have assisted in pushing us out. Yeah. So that shit is whack. And like, Go back to wherever the fuck you came from then. You don't got to be here. Like you, you. the fact that you were able to come here shows me that you're able to move places, right? Mm -hmm. You're able to, you have whatever means or whatever to fucking get up and move. So get up and do that shit again and shut the fuck up. Don't, how dare you come in my house and talk your shit? Like fuck out of here. Like if it wasn't, for my city, you would not be able to come here and live whatever fucking dream you wanted to live anyway in the first fucking place. So Hello. calm down. You, you, that shit is fucking annoying. I'm, t- I'm tired of hearing it on your podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing it on fucking Twitter. I'm tired of seeing your fucking blogs about that shit. Get the fuck out. Because you moved here so you could do shit. Yep. Get the fuck out then. Go oh. back to wherever the fuck you came from and do your shit from there. And you can't do that. You can't. You so have to do it here. You have to. So come over here, relax, calm down, bow down, and shut the fuck up. And where did you go? To Jersey. Because you <laughs> wanted to be close to here. 
Okay? You want it to be close to here. You want to be close to our fucking rat-infested town that you contribute nothing to, yo. Nothing. You contribute, you offer no nothing. value to what are you? City. What do you offer to the black folks who are here and the black communities who are here? Nothing. Nothing. You move to fucking Harlem because it's the popping place to be, but do what do you do for Harlem? Like, let's be fucking for real. Mm-hmm. Let's be for, you move to Bed-Stuy because it's the place to be, but what the fuck do you do for Bed-Stuy? You don't do nothing for the black people who are fucking here, so shut the fuck up or get the fuck out. Like dead ass in my New York accent. Get the fuck and don't say dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't say dead ass. Stop. I saw some non-native New Yorker black people teaching each other on fucking Instagram what a chopped cheese is. Okay? Don't 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 eat a don't chopped cheese. Eat a chopped cheese. Don't be trying to remix our native fucking foods. Fuck out of here. Like no, Stop. get the fuck out of here. You're not doing nothing for the black folks who are here. Go away. And then all you do is fucking talk about shit. We get don't want any. the fuck out. We don't want any leave. Bye. Go back to Detroit. Or wherever the fuck you're from. Go. Bye. Go away. Sorry, I was looking for the tweet because I really wanted to clown how insane this was. But I can't find it. Oh, it's not even I'm throwing all of it in the pit. Not even about that person. That was just the the straw that broke the camel's back. Get the fuck out of here, y'all. Y'all are do like y'all migrate here for what? For what? If it's not that popping, go to fucking LA. Get the fuck, go to Atlanta. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. That's what I do know. Cause I don't play that shit. Yeah, go away. We don't like you. We don't need you. And you do nothing for you for the for black nothing. people here. You do nothing for the black folk here. Brunch would be better without you. Girl, I haven't been to brunch forever. But still, get the fuck out or shut the fuck up. That's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think, think we, we did, did a motherfucking show, show yeah, yo. That's right. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Yes. We appreciate. We see your ratings. We see your reviews. Yep. We appreciate all yes. that shit. We read all that shit. We are like five reviews away from like 500 on Apple Podcasts, which is like fucking dope. You guys are amazing. Or 495 review motherfuckers. We love you. We love you. Yeah. Yeah, and if you haven't reviewed this podcast already, then like, what, what are you doing? What are you waiting for, man? Come on. What are you waiting for? Come on. Get into it. It's podcasts, just to give you some context, it's podcasts <laughs> that haven't even been released yet. They be like teasing the show. They post a fucking teaser and, and they have like, like 300,000 <laughs> fucking reviews already because of the machine of capitalism yes. and whatever corporation yep. is behind them that fudges those reviews. Yep. So like... Yeah, we're not playing that game. So if you could just give us your honest review, that would be fucking great. It would be. Give us the five stars. Tell us how wonderful we are. Yes. And that would that would help us since we're not juking the system in the way that they're doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Um be sure to follow us on all the social meds. We are at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. We are T with Queen and J on Facebook and Tumblr. We are online at teawithqueenandj.com. That's our website. You can send us your T-mail at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. I am at Janicia F on Twitter and Instagram, J-A-N-I-C-I-A. The the F is for savings. Queen? That's not how words work. Whatever. Oh, gosh. My social media is at the Queen Speaks with an underscore because there's a bitch in the world who uses the Queen Speaks. And doesn't use their services. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, that's for Instagram and Twitter. Follow me there. Dope. 
Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, that's all. All right. Hashtag. Black Hashtag. Lives Matter. Yep. Hashtag say her name. Disability too white. Maybe he doesn't hit you. You okay, sis? Why I stayed. Mm-hmm. Filmed this. Black Panther so lit. Forever. Poor C forever. That's right. TVQJ. Mm-hmm. Pause uh, in color. And whole uprising. Miss Vixen. Unpack BG. Bag ladies. Queer walk. Queer walk pod. Marsha's plate. Sexually liberated woman. Vagistine. A little juju pod. Carefree black girl. Film disc. Spoonie chat. Hashtag Xenophiles. That's the hashtag for my cat on, on the Twitters if you want to see my cat. Hennessy's is hashtag a dog named Hennessy. Mm-hmm. And oh, my cosplay one that I don't be cosplaying in is a uh, storm every damn day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with production support from a black person named Ameka and editorial support from a black girl named Diamond. Team with Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. The most important indigenous issue to me right now really is um, how we're portrayed in the media or how we're not portrayed in the media. Invisibilization is a very real issue uh, when it comes to many native communities and the fact that people don't even think that we exist. It's so important to have that visibility here in L.A., um, to have a gathering of so many indigenous people to be so present and so loud and taking up space in a place that was traditionally ours. Missing and murdered indigenous women, raising solidarity about our stolen sisters um, and trying to make sure that we have the protections in our tribal communities to protect our women and our children. A mining of our coal, or disruptive of our sacred lands and what it's doing to our people. Environmental rights in, in terms of treaties and stopping pipelines that are crossing over on treaty lands and making sure that tribal sovereignty is still here for the future to come. Indigenous people are still here. We're going through our lives just like anyone else and we're not just something you just see in the back of a textbook as a sentence.